What's good, family, man? Let me let some people get up in here, man. Let me do my little thing for a minute. I'm going to get in this and I'm going to get out. Right? The question is, ain't a complicated question. The question is, is it ever a time where black people should get shot by the police? And you know, we talk about perspectives. So let me let a couple more people get in here. What's going on, Mr. Smith? How you doing, brother? What's good, man? Appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate you tuning in. I see you, Stanford. What's up, man? What's good? Let me get in here and I'm going to get out. Ain't hard. So, you know, we like to always have a, I see you, Lawrence. What's up with you, man? What's, what's good? So, is it ever a time where black people should get shot by the police? It's all based off perspective, right? But then you got that thing called reality, what, what it really is. So I like to give you something that's real, a, a, a resource that's serious, right? And I learned a lot in reading this resource because it's important, all right? It's important. Resources with using proper methodology is essential to understanding the serious conversations so you ain't just out there like a Yahoo. You know, shout out to all the families, man. Pseudo killers on deck. I'm a raw squad official. Massey clan warrior. Kofi Paisai research team. MBK. MBK way. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody, man. And all the brothers and sisters that make up the families, man. All right? I see you, Glover. What's, what's, what's going on? So, for the day, little quick session, the in and out. We're gonna get in and we're gonna get out. We ain't gonna drag it out because everybody attention span ain't dead. We're gonna use the Washington Post. So if we talk about shooting, we talking about white people, black people, we talking about police, you gotta go to the resource that actually started collecting the data first. I'm saying like put it together. That would be the Washington Post. So type in Washington Post police shootings, right? This is what we're gonna be using today. And you're gonna find out uh, a lot of good information. All right? Kepada, what's good, what's good? Mr. Robinson, man, it was a good conversation we had yesterday, man. Keep them going, man. I appreciate the invites in there, man. So you got 1,021 people have been shot and killed by police in the past year. That's updated on August 25th, 2020. That's 1,000. 21 people been shot by police. All right, now we're going to get into the numbers of how many black people actually get shot. You know what I'm saying? You, high numbers. We're going to get into that. First, I just like to make this 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 statement. Some people going to get mad, some people won't, right? So, basically, you know, I grew up on the other side of the fence, right? Uh, based off of the laws in the United States. Okay? You would consider me a criminal. So in the majority part of my life, right, I grew up as a criminal. Probably starting at the age of 13. Yeah, I was about the age of 13, 14. 13, 14, started carrying a gun when I was about somewhere between 13 and 14. Right, when I whipped the nigga ass and he got up and started shooting and shot my homeboy. 
So from that moment forth, we understood what it was. We understood that the hand game didn't mean nothing. That it was all about that banger. You know what I'm saying? So that's so so carrying a gun, right? As a matter of fact, I end up we end up getting locked up, and I end up getting locked up with that gun. And that's when was my first understanding of going to court. Now I got locked up. I, my first time getting locked up, I, I was about 11 or 12, and I was in a park with one of my best friends, Brian, Brian Bagley. Shout out to Brian Bagley. As I got older, Brian Bagley, we won a couple championships together, right, in baseball. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the brother did 15 years in jail for shooting the police in the head. Thank goodness the police ain't die. But he did 15, 16 years. And I'm giving you some of my background because we carried guns and we meant that. And it didn't matter if he was the police or not. I just want to let y'all know that. I'm just giving you a look into my world. Right? So yeah, the first time I ever got locked up was with Brian Bag. Right? Uh, may, may he rest in peace. Later on, Brian Bagley would become my bodyguard after he came home for doing 15 years in prison for shooting a police officer in the head. Y'all can look that up. Type in Brian Bagley, Baltimore, Maryland, shoot police in the head. And then you know I ain't bluffing. All right, so I get locked up. We we was in the park smoking some weed. I'm smoking weed at about 12 years old, 11 and 12. And the knockers roll up on us. And, uh, you know, we, we throw the weed, throw the joint, right? It was a little roach. The police... Picked up the roach and burnt itself. It was a white boy. We start. I start laughing. <laughs> I start laughing, right? So they was trying to figure out where we get the weed from. So this is the first time me ever getting pressure from a white person in a in, in, in a position of authority, and they trying to pressure me. They take us down the station. They split us apart. They're like, where you get the weed from? I was like, man, look, man, I'm just out there, and I only know what you're talking about. Similar as that. So, you know, if you hold on a little bit, they got to call your father. My father came down, smacked the shit out of me. Smacked the shit out of me. Smacked me upside my head. I'll never forget that, man. But I think that's the first time he ever hit me. But he smacked the shit out of me upside my head. My man was like, yo, when we all got out, he was like, yo, thanks, bro, for not snitching on me. Because they didn't even search in because we minus. He had, in his dip, right, he had about 20 bags of weed on him. So if I would have said something, you know what I'm saying? He'd have been done. Simple as that. So that's the first time we've been in a situation where, you know, you got to make the decision whether you're going to snitch or not. And that's when I understood that I, you know what I'm saying, that I kind of had what it was to be a damn criminal. Sound wild, right? So after that, where was I at? I was with Brian Battle getting locked up, right? Then start carrying the gun, okay? We end up getting locked up for that gun. I'm in the car, right, uh, with my best friend, older brother, you know what I mean? Shout out to Jace Harris. You know what I mean? Shout out to Bobby Harris. And, and and the police pull us over and we got that gun. We had got that gun from his mother. So 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 permits that got guns in the house, man, be aware your damn teenager might be sneaking your gun out the house. Matter of fact, we took his grandmother's gun. Crazy. Got locked up with that and I'm in court, right? This is the first time I'm in court now. I'm in court and it was really a legal, illegal stop because we didn't do nothing wrong. Right, and so I had to I had to figure out what they, they was asking. So what hand was he reaching with? You know what I'm saying? And I and I said the right hand, right? Because they was trying to act like we was reaching for a gun, because we could have lost our life, right? So 
the pressure was there. They, they tried to prosecute, ask me questions, and I said the right things, and we beat that case. So, you know what I mean? I really thought I was this shit. Beating court cases at 14, you know what I'm saying, with gun charges, all that get thrown out. I say all that to say, right? The life I live, we hated the police. Remember, yo, we controlled the, the marijuana trade, you know what I'm saying, at 13 and 14, me and my man. Yo, put the money up, we get the package, we come up with a marketing scheme, right? And, man, packaging, we had white beds with blue stars on it, the whole nine yards marketing. So I'm I'm getting money marketing at that age. It's crazy, right? I know it sounds crazy. You know what I mean? We got the black on lock, right? So we hated the police. We hated what they stood for because the police, when you in the game or in the criminal element, the police represent that which can take your freedom and you supposed to always dislike or hate would take your freedom, right? That's why I don't understand why we don't press so hard, you know what I'm saying, in North America, put that pressure on people that took our freedom. That's another thing. That's another whole conversation, right? But, so the way I see the police, I had to realize later on down the line, some events had to take place. So like when I got shot up, right? The Black Power Ambulance didn't come. The Black Power Police didn't come, right? It was those police officers that I couldn't stand, you know what I'm saying, that came to the rescue with their guns out, made sure I didn't get shot no more, and put me in the ambulance. Right? So it kind of changed my perspective a little bit. So it went from we hating the police, at least for me to, I had to respect the damn police. So remember, you know, going to school, and everybody know, some people go to life of crime, and then some people go by way of the police. So I had some homeboys that was the police, right? Also had homeboys that end up being uh, uh, the narcotics officers. The under, we call them the knockers, the undercover police officers, right? So, hell, if you went to school with a knocker, he ain't no longer undercover. I mean, come on, man. What's going on? You you know who it is. So we had to develop a respect for each other. Although you trying to lock me up, I know who you are. You know who I am. We're just going to respect each other. You, you, you feel me? That's the way that had to go. So, so, so we developed respect for each other. So like when certain police came out that we went to school with, we would just close shop and go on in out of respect for what he was doing. The same with the knockers. When we see the knockers come out, we just close shop for the day. Went to school with you, you know what I'm saying? You know my mother, I know your mother. We ain't doing all that. Right? So so you had to have a healthy respect, watch this, for the police that you knew. See, and that's another solution to the problem. These police are coming out community, man. You know, a community leaders, regular old people, you know what I'm saying, it's not criminals. You should have a relationship. Hell, the damn criminals should have a relationship with the police, to be real, to keep, to keep it a buck, right? So we gotta kinda develop, you, you wanna always develop relationships with organizations and people that are in your community. Simple as that, you wanna keep an eye on them. You wanna know what they thinking, all right? You, you don't want them running up, right? Just blasting people. You, you, you wanna make them feel kinda tied to it. That's why I always say, why do, it, why do they allow police officers from other communities to police our community. It should be a rule, a law, that if you police our area, you should be, you should have been born and raised in close proximity, right? Or at least from that neighborhood, or have a profound understanding. You should be forced to meet with that community. 
This will slow down a whole lot of nonsense in the community. I'm telling you that. Just developing a relationship. Not for that, though. So my perspective of the police was always, well, they against us, right? So it's not until I come to Atlanta, right, and I change my ways, damn near, <laughs> right? Not about 15 years ago, I, I completely gave up the life of what you would call crime, right? And then you're on the other side of the fence. So then how are you viewing the police now? People who are in domestic violence and they spouse, male or female, is abusing them and the police come and save them. They don't see the police like you see the police. Or they don't see the police like a criminal. An everyday old person who's just putting their money in the bank, somebody robbed the bank and bust them upside the head, right? You know what I'm saying? In the bank. They don't see the police and the police come to their rescue. They don't see the police the way the criminals see the police. So the environment we in, right, will form and shape your opinion of the police. We look at the police as the bad guys. Right up into the point where you need to get saved by their ass. Don't nobody want to say it. What I'm thinking is we need to judge each situation. And I'm going to have a solution for y'all. We need to judge each situation for what it is. Because like if we, we got rapists in our community. I'm talking about our community. We got straight criminals in our community, right? Because put, putting drugs in the community, man. Putting drugs in the community decimates it. I don't want to hear about, well, they bring the drugs over. Come on. I don't want to I don't want to hear all that. I got my shit straight from the damn uh, joint. So I don't want to, listen, I don't want to hear none of that. I'm trying to tell you that you got to take personal accountability first. We understand what's going on with the police. We get all that. But the way to solve any problem is to start with self first. Start with the community first and fix that. Now, the thing is, it's hard to fix our community based off our social economic status. That's why they got to cut the damn check, man. There will never be a solution until they cut the check. But let me get right, let me, let me get right to here. I just wanted to give you my perspective on what the police was for the first half of my life, right? And, and now how you got to look at the police based off of you not being a criminal, right? You, you gotta look at the police a little bit different because all the police can't be possibly bad, right? All of them can't be. So let's look at the numbers for a minute. Let's call a spade a spade. So go to the Washington Post, right? And I'm telling you go to the Washington Post because the Washington Post is actually, you know, they're actually the first ones to actually compile this information. Now the FBI got their numbers too, but I mean, watch this, y'all gonna see what I'm saying. So 1,021 people have been shot and killed by police the past year. All right? It say in 2015, right, the Washington Post began to log every fatal shooting by an, by an on-duty police officer in the United States. In that time, there have been more than 5,000 such shootings. So from 2015 to now, there's been 5,000 shootings. Okay? Fatal shoes. Now watch this. Now we know about everybody know about Michael Brown, right? Uh, 
based off him living his life, it caused Washington Post to do an investigation. So something good came out of that. You got to take a negative and deal with a positive. So this is the good that came out of that. So after Michael Brown, an unarmed black man was killed in 2014, right? So in 2014, they didn't have all these numbers compiled, Joe. Watch this. By the police in Ferguson. It's a, a, a post-investigation found that, watch this, the FBI undercounted fatal police shootings. So the FBI undercounted fatal police shootings by more than half. Why would they undercount fatal police shootings by over half? Now, the pseudo will grab that, but let's go a little bit deeper into it. This is because reporting by police departments is voluntary and many departments fail to do so. So listen closely, right? Reporting police shootings by police departments are voluntary. Oh, 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 man, I told you, man. Now, this is why it's important to vote in your local elections. Because you're supposed to be up on that. You can demand, right, through the voting process that we want legislation and we want congressmen right or local congressmen whatever we need we need them to address the fact that police departments do not have to report police shootings you got to make them do that you got to be able to handle that you and your community you got to make sure the police departments actually yeah i'm saying do it the way you see fit that will help your community not them because they're going to keep doing what they're going to keep not reporting it. Why? Because it's not the law. The law doesn't tell them they have to do that. So you have to put, you have to be the group of people that will put in place and implement laws that will help, best help serve your community. Falls on you with that. Okay? So, the post data relies primarily on news accounts, social media, postings and police reports analysis of more than five years of data revealed that the number of circumstances of fatal shootings and the overall demographics of the victims have remained relatively constant constant it hasn't necessarily went up and it hasn't necessarily went down based off of the data right that the washington post has compiled let's see how the washington post comes up with these things it say the rate of shootings remains steady. We just seeing them more often, but the numbers remain steady. It say despite the unpredictable events that lead to fatal shootings, police nationwide have shot and killed almost the same number of people annually. Man, nearly a thousand since the post began its project. So thousand a year since the post in 2015 started the project of compiling these numbers which the police department by law don't have to tell them see watch this the probability theory well let's see what the probability theory is well on the probability theory may offer an explanation so here's when we start to get into your scientific literacy your mathematical literacy just being able to be literate period Probability theory. What is the probability theory? The probability theory is a branch of mathematics concerned with probability. Although there are several different 
probable probability interpretations, probability theory, right, treats the concept in a rigorous mathematical manner by expressing its by expressing it through a set of axioms. So they're not just running around like the Yahoo's making up numbers. Right? They they actually use a system, the probability theory. Look it up. It's how the Washington Post is coming up with these numbers. So if you're involved in an intelligent conversation, don't let the pseudo just start making up shit. Make them deal with the numbers. Because it always goes in your favor. So we right here. The probability, the probability theory may offer an explanation. It say it holds that the quantity of rare events in huge populations tend to remain stable absent major social changes such as fundamental shift in police culture is that going to happen or extreme restrictions on gun ownership is that going to happen in the united states y'all hell no the united states is based off of guns japan the police department don't run around with guns okay in America, they run around with guns. As long as you got guns, people won't get shot. As long as you got guns, right? And criminals with guns, innocent people gonna get shot. Yeah, put yourself in the shoes of police officer for a minute. Hmm. Hold on. We watch this again. The probability theory holds. It holds that the quantity of rare events in huge populations tend to remain stable absent of major social changes okay such as fundamental shift in police culture or extreme restrictions on gun ownership ain't nothing gonna happen but watch this but if they cut that check right we can change the way we live in america that's why making them cut the check is so important because they ain't gonna stop having guns and ain't nobody gonna give up their guns right the police the police ain't gonna shift they because they feel like look man when i finish going over these numbers the police like man i'm gonna take my rather shoot you and go home and make a mistake right then make the mistake and don't go home to my family y'all ever thought about that so my aunt was a police officer for 30 years right and my, 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 my first cousin husband was a sheriff, right? And I asked him, I said, yo, when a person got a knife, dog, why don't y'all just shoot him in the leg? He was like, come on, man. In the academy, they teach us to shoot. They teach us to go home. Man, that's real right there, man. So, they, so the truth is, we need to change our communities. We need to change our social economic status, whereas though, the life of crime won't even make no damn sense. Where, where if you look at these numbers, that there, there, there's illnesses. So we do have high rates of mental illness in our community, right? And remember, it's a bad thing to go to the, to the psychiatrist in the black community. We need to fix that. We have uh, drugs, so people medicate their mental illness with drugs. People get addicted. We need to deal with that. See, when you get when you get a drug drug addiction in in Baltimore, Maryland, you can't go to the Betty Ford. <laughs> rehab center. It's not one. Right? You gotta go to the Baltimore Recovery House if there's beds for you. You know what I'm saying? It's just a bunch of nonsense. Right? So a lot of us are running around strung out. And watch this, y'all. When you got drugs in the community, right? You got people medicating their mental illness. You got people being strong on drugs. And you got people need money for drugs. 
So we already had a disadvantage, not to mention we're kidnapped victims. Not to mention they got a 500 year lead on us, which causes these gaps in our social economic status. It's always been about your social economic status in America, man. See what I'm saying? So if we don't get the check cut, no matter what we do, no matter what we say, ain't nothing gonna change because it's a gap. It's a wealth gap. We can't fix our community without money and power. With money, there's power. Y'all know the rule, man. First you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the women. That's always been the rule. But let me put it this way. First you get the money, then you get the power, to fix your community. Without no money, there's no power. Without no power, you're not fixing your community. You're, you, you're depending on other people's perspective to fix your community without money, without the power. You couple that, right, with understanding the voting process and then you can make shit move. So let me finish, let me close it out. Hold on. So, black Americans are killed at a much higher rate than white Americans. Why? Because we're in more predicaments. Because we got to depend on the Yahoo to protect us. You know what I'm saying? Because we're in situations where we got to take more risks. Simple as that. Right? The, the better your education, right, the less the less you will commit crimes, at least dumbass crimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just be petty. We talk about petty crimes going straight to penitentiaries, man. So although half of people shot and killed by police are white, black Americans are shot at a disproportionate rate, a disproportionate rate. The account, they account for less than 13% of the U.S. population, but are killed by police at a more than twice the rate of white Americans. Hispanic, Hispanic Americans are also killed by police at a disproportionate rate. It says the rate at which black Americans are killed by police is more than twice as high as the rate of white Americans. And so out of the population of 42 million black people, you got 30, 32 black let me see, black 32 per million. So 32 black people are shot per million black people in the United States. 23 per million Hispanics are killed, uh, are shot, right? Are killed, okay? Out of 39 million. So 918 of them died. 1,018 died that was black, right? Now white per million. You got 13 whites are shot and killed per million. 2,527 were killed out of 197 million U.S. population. Then they got the other uh, four per million, 218 are killed. Most victims are young and male, right? An overwhelming majority of victims of police shooting are male, over 90, 90, 95%. More than half of the victims are between 20 and 40 years old. Shootings happen across the country. Police shootings have taken place in every state and have occurred more frequently in cities where populations are concentrated. States with the highest rates of shootings are New Mexico, Alaska, and Oklahoma. So then they got a map right here and show you all the different shootings, right? 
Then you go there and search the data. So let's put on weapons. Let's click the weapons. For y'all who started late, I'm on the Washington, WashingtonPost.com. Police shootings. Serious, right? And they use a methodology to give you their results. So weapons. So the people that shot and killed, how many of them had weapons? How many? They had guns. They had 3,219 of them had guns. Knives. 972 had knives. Vehicles. 126 had a vehicle. You know how to use your vehicle for a weapon. Toy weapons. 201 had toy weapons. Other was 504. Unarmed was 358. So 358 people that got murdered by police or killed by police were unarmed. And 169 is unknown. Now, I ain't going to read all of them. Let's see mental illness real quick. 1,252 had mental illness. 4,332, no or unknown. Fleeing the scene. In a car, 921. On foot, 717. Other, 172. There you go. Race. White people, 2,253. 2,553. Black was 1,131. 1,330 something. I can't see the rest of it. And I went over that. So the numbers is clear, family. How do we stop that? Where do you stand on this issue? Is it ever a time when black people should get shot by the police? Well, depending on how you was raised. You know, when you raised in a hood where your hustle depends on you to beat the police, the police becomes the enemy at times. All the time. When you raise in a community that can take care of your community and you don't have as much uh, uh, negative uh, uh, um, coming in contact with the police, the police becomes your friend. Remember, I was raised in a community, they used to call the police, right, officer friendly. When I decided to jump into this thing of getting money, the police definitely became the enemy. Point I want to make here, I'm asking you the question. Is it ever a time when a black person should get shot by the police? That's an interesting question right there, man. What I did though is I gave you a solution that's to start pressing, right? For our, for that check to get cut, which is valuable. We need to get that check cut. Got to get the check cut. None of this is going to change how we get the check cut. Not the police violence, not the police shootings. None of that is going to occur if they don't cut the check. That's what slavery do. Slavery erase you socially, mentally, and financially. And it holds you at bay for 500 years. So the races started in the Americas, right? And for 500 years, bro, brothers and sisters, 500 years, your ass was, 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 was hung and lynched. And unable to get you the money for 500 years. And your labor, your labor was the global market. Your labor was the global market. So the only way to get that, to get that back, is if they cut the check. Anything short than that, man, we're going to stay in trouble, man. You can vote, you can do all you're doing, but if you ain't got no power behind that vote, if you ain't got no money behind that vote, man, it's going to be hard, man. Yeah, you got to fight for that. That is the... That's that peace right there, man. I'm telling you, that is, that is the peace, right, that no one really wants to talk about for real, right? If you're going to riot during the damn pandemic, man, fight for the bag.
<laughs> Fight for the bag. Fight for the bag. Because if you remember, I told you that the police shootings are just, they're basically the same, right? Remember I talked about in that article, right? And the only way the police shootings will change if it's a shift in police policy, y'all think it's going to be a shift in police policy? Y'all remember this, man. The majority of people that are shot and killed by police, right, have guns. So as long as the majority of people that get shot got guns, you're going to get innocent people who don't have guns or have things that look like a gun. Look, you don't know what this is? As long as you got criminals brandishing guns, shooting at police, innocent people, unarmed people are going to get shot. As long as you got guns, people, innocent or not, are going to get shot. So the mentality of the police department is never going to change. You can see right now, people are back after all, listen, after all that rioting and turn up shit, you can still see a person in the community getting shot by the police. So do you really think a black person walking away from the police, trying to open their car is going to catch a break? Because y'all can go find videos where a person fighting, rustling with the police, getting the car, come out and shoot and they shoot the police. You don't think they use those as training videos? They're not going to give you the break you're looking for. You're never going to get that break. Tell you what, put yourself, put yourself in the shoes of the police for one minute. One minute. You got five children and a wife or husband. You come into a community, low economic status. The majority of the people in the community are good people. But you got those who want to get money and hustle and are armed and dangerous. They all dress the same. You already got a picture on what you think black people are. How do you make a determination on who to shoot and not to shoot? Would you take that chance? And I'm telling you, you're crazy if you think another human being, black or white, is going to take the chance of losing their life. Nah, they're going to shoot you first, man. You know, like we used to say, yo, I'd rather get caught with a gun than caught without it. Yeah. Y'all not going to get the break you think you're going to get. The only way to handle that is to get that check cut, right? Lower the crime rate in your community. Self-belief your community, right? Have programs for the kids. Like, all the programs be, like, decimated. Like, I could go to the... To the to the dad going out of wow, not the wild, but the direct center and play baseball and riffle ball. So I ain't had to be on the streets. I ain't had to be. I had options, man. They ain't got options now. Right? So as long as you got that criminal element, that 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 less than zero zero one percent in your community, man, everybody else gonna catch it. It's just the way it is. None of y'all, you know what I'm saying, is gonna make a determination on whether you go if you gotta choose whether you're gonna live or not, you're gonna shoot the shit out somebody, man. I mean, I'm just telling you, like, I know I would. You re I'm saying stop, halt, freeze. You open up your door, you reach. You might just been reaching for a cigarette, but goddamn, how I know? 
That ain't taking up for the police. I'm just simply letting y'all know the ramifications of why we need to get that check cut. Because the numbers is there. And the only way to change those numbers and to change the shootings, because we read it. The only way to slow down the shootings is to have a shift in the police department. Not going to happen. They have no more guns in America. Not going to happen. Well, what's the last one? The baby to change your community where you don't, you, you have less of the criminal element, less people needing to commit crimes like snatching pocket books of old ladies, raping people, all of that. All, all that shit is in our community, man. All that. Only way to change that, man, I don't know how you, education and understanding women, that may stop uh, some of the sexual assaults. I'm not quite sure. I don't want to speak with someone I don't really know. Right? I think you got to be a sick human being, right, to rape a woman. If you, whenever, whenever, Whenever you a woman can be butterball naked, you can be hard as a motherfucker, and she say, yo, I'm done, I don't want to do it, then it's over with, bro. It's over with. Let me see what you're saying, John. Let me see. So you had options but still got involved in the criminal activity. What does that tell you? It's a mentality thing. Hold on. Let me read you, Josh. It's a mentality thing and not a money thing, bro. It was a damn money thing, nigga. The reason I got involved, Mr. Josh, because I wanted money, bro. I just wanted, I wanted more money than, you know what I'm saying, I had access to, right? It's just that simple, dude. Like, like we, 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 we didn't ride around like drug dealers, yo. We, we, we rode around like businessmen. That's how we did it. We just needed more access to money. Now, in hindsight, if I'd have had business classes, right? If I'd have had programs that actually talked about uh, certain things, it would, it would have curved. Trust me, bro. Like I didn't have to do that. It would have curved that. So, so with money and education, because I talk about education and social economic status. With education, with proper education. With creativity, right? You can you can you can curve because check this out: selling crack cocaine. You know what I'm saying? You make more money selling hamburgers, yo. You just do. Ain't no ain't no hell of a markup in drugs these days. When you mention your lawyer costs, when you mention your life costs, when you listen, when you look at the effects on the community, yo, I would rather had a hamburger shop. So really, we we hustled to get out of selling drugs. Shit, I had restaurants and, and, and burger shops and I always had a business. This is nothing new to me. So I hustle not to hustle. But that's not the majority of people, bro. All right? I'm just saying the majority of people hustle to make it. But I'm saying based off of the community getting enough money, man. You feel me? Based off of the community having enough programs, you're not going to stop everybody. But you can police your community where, remember, we call the police in our community. You make the phone call. But the last brother that got shot, I think he had a, uh, uh, um, uh, um, he was on bail, I think for some type of domestic violence and sexual assault. Somebody called the police and the police came. Okay, so we had self-policing in our community where, you know, you, you rent a car or you share a car or you buy a car for, 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 for the inner neighborhood police, right? Policing. And you ride around, you're gonna be the first ones to encounter that brother right there. And you're gonna know him. Look, look, check this out, Willie. Yo, you tripping. You chilling, yo, you tripping. You can't put your hands on it. And you can work that shit out. But once once them dudes come with them guns, man, anything can go wrong. I'm telling you. So it is it for that, for we talking about police shootings right now. 
And I'm saying the effects of not having enough money and enough control of your community, yo, is the only thing that can slow that down. The police brutality, you can't change the mentality of other people. What you can do is you can change your situation, which don't put you in that situation as often. It's just that simple. People need help on drugs. You know what I'm saying? People need this, people need that. And I'm saying is we got to be responsible for that. So, you know what I mean, yo? I don't want to go too long, man. Hope y'all got to use that source, man, the Washington Post, man. So when they talking crazy about the police shootings and all that, man, the numbers will back you up. The numbers will show that black people get shot more often. More than, like, like double, which is crazy. Yeah, you know why? Because we're more broker, y'all. We, we, we need to be in those situations. My shit is an anomaly. Don't look at my situation. I, look, man, my mother and my own their home. I'm not a good example. So I'm not the norm. All right? I'm not the norm. I just, just, look. So don't use my situation. Trust me. But there are more people, right, that didn't have my situation that needed to do the things they did to make it. So what I'm trying to tell you is, is that at the end of the day, it's always about your social economic status in America. And if y'all don't understand that, y'all, where the hell has y'all been living at for the last 30, 40, 50 years? It's always about the money, yo. That's why I laugh at the pseudo community when they say, we don't need no money, where money ain't real. It's a, bunch of, it's a bunch of malarkey. You need the goddamn money. First you get the money, then you get the power, and then you get the women. My fault. First you get the money, then you get the power, to change your communities, y'all. Hey, man, look, I'm out of here, man. I appreciate everybody in there, man. Hey, Cornish, what's up, man? What's up with you, man? Hey, Rodney. Hey, Mr. Cornish. Nick, you know how it was, man. You know what I mean? Shout out to my man, Mecca, man. <laughs> yeah, he grew up with me. So he can, he, he know. Mr. Cornish, no. So we got to change our community, man. All right? And the only way to change that social economic status, man, is for them to cut that damn check. So when y'all hitting them polls, voting and all that, hey, man, them people better have your best. They better have that check. We, we, I, look, I'm not voting for you unless you got, you know what I'm saying, reparations on the docket. I don't want to, I don't care if you black, I don't care. I don't want none of that. I'm not doing none of that. All right? I, listen. I'm telling y'all, man, We, it, listen, this time around, man, we need to really learn how to vote. What's the real process? What is that? We need to build an agenda so that we're ready for the next election. All right? Build an agenda on, on what we need with our community. And I'm telling you, man, all that shit everybody talking, man, what we need is our money that was taken from us for 500 years. That's the piece right there. That's the, there is no other way to close the gap in North America, right, until they give us that, that 500 years money. If, if y'all not fighting for that, then, man, it's every, I mean, it is what it is, man. Individually, yo, we just got to do what we do. I know how to make it no matter what president is in there. I think most black people do. I know how to have a business and take advantage of the policies that's going on right now. I've been doing that all my life, right? Some of us can't do that. Everybody can't have a business. You feel me? So whether we get the check or not, you know what I'm saying? I'm be good. My mother made sure I was good. I'm gonna make sure my children is good. You know what I'm saying? But that's not everybody. That's not the majority of us. So I am telling you, the only way to close the gap, 
The only way to, to stop the police brutality, the only way to stop us getting murdered double as much. The only way to get your shit in control, yo, y'all act like this shit is just happening because it's just happening. It's happening because of our low social economic status. It's happening because we behind 500 years. Man, I don't care if a white person like me or not. I don't care if a white person call me a nigga or not. You only care if a white person call you a nigga if you broke. Then you get mad and you want to beat them up. But when you got what you got in your community straight, you laugh at them. Ha ha! They laugh at you. As a matter of fact, it's laughable. Like the NBA player that told the white boy, you a bitch-ass white boy. For the Clippers, he was like, yo, you a bitch-ass white boy. And then some white people tried to say something. Wait a minute, that's laughable, man. Him saying bitch-ass white boy has no real power at all. You calling me a nigga does have some type of power. But it because you got a 500 year lead on me, that's why it's some damn power to it. But if we get when we get our money, that shit won't even matter to you, yo. The Gucci and Prada shit won't even mean that much to you. How about that? That shit won't even mean that much. Gucci and Prada won't even mean that much to you, right? Like they say, we the best. We, we, we the we the well dressed well dressed slaves, yo. Look, Josh, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Yeah, you know I mean. That's your opinion. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, right? But we know. What's up, Chef? Pseudo Kill on Deck. How you doing, brother? Business man, business owner. Appreciate you, bro. Keep being that example for us, man. So uh, if y'all think that's a bad narrative to push, Josh, you know what I'm saying? I should plug you in there. How you plug your ass in here? Did you hear? Why we don't need to check? I'm telling you, man, if you if you can clean your communities up, man, you don't you don't need the state. To put to put the JCC is the Jewish Community Center. They didn't need the state to do shit for them. They just built a community. And then after you built the JCC, then you can get probably money from them. You know what I'm saying? Once they see you, I mean, but y'all think that not getting that 500 year money back won't change the dynamics? Free schooling, college education. Come on, man. You know how many people want to go to college, man? You, you, you know how much that changed the way you think to read a book? With, with, where the mindset ain't, yo, I gotta get some money, man. Like, y'all tripping with that, man. So, man, don't listen to nobody, man. The world we live in is based off of money. First you get the money, then you get the power to straighten your community. And as long as you're actually with your hand out, right, actually needing government and assistance, you know what I'm saying, you're now asking the very people to put you in that situation to change your damn situation. That don't mean they won't help you, but I'm just saying that's, that's, think about that. Yeah, asking people that actually created that gap to assist you. No, I don't even need your assistance. I just need our damn money. Because there's a precedence of people getting a check cut, like the Japanese, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, the, 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 the Jews, right? That, that's, it's, it, it's case precedence, you know what I'm saying? Of communities getting decimated, mistreated, globally, and getting a check. So that should be on the minds of all of us, man. Right? If you want to change the police shootings in your community and the gun violence in your community, man, the only way to change that, man, is to fight to get those checks. It's the only way. They're not going to change their policy because they want to go home, too. Remember that. The police is not going to stop shooting you. They can't determine who the criminal is and who's not. If I put you in that situation of a person you don't know, and you say, step away from the car, sir, 
step away from the car saying he opened that motherfucking door, what you gonna do? Right. So we not don't depend on that. Put yourself in a situation where that person might have had some type of mental illness. Have clinics for people like that in your community. Where they don't make those type of decisions. So I'm telling you, man, it all boils down to transcontinental kidnapping trade, miseducation of a Negro, and y'all got a 500-year lead off, off our damn backs. All that shit we on right now, it's always based around the check. Man, I love y'all, man. Appreciate your support, y'all, and I'm out.